0: Hi and welcome to another episode of Gen BJJ with me Irish Mike and my co-host DJ Drifter also known as Ken How are you getting on Ken? How have things been this past week? Been
1: good mate, been good yeah, got back into a bit more of a of a good flow of training and uh, yeah we're only on Tuesday so yeah.
0: Can... Well it feels like we haven't because we had Lucas on last week we didn't really talk about last week, that week's training either even though it was right up till the end I think so kind of probably missed a few bits yeah, no, it's been it's been good. Um, work's been a bit busy,
1: but because oh, I live two minutes from the gym, I've been able to get some get some good training in. Like you mentioned, um, yeah, just want to shout out Lucas for. Coming to to see us last week, it was uh, yeah, it was lovely. We had some nice nice feedback on on the episode, so very good, yeah. You know, appreciate him coming. He's a nice through. guy as well, so it's easy to get good shout offs, off good people, isn't it? Yeah, we'll have uh, we'll have him on again for sure, and have some other other people on as well. But for for today, it's just me and you, mate. So yeah,
0: they're going to have to just have put up with the two of us again. Yeah, yeah have to have to settle. Getting so. a lot of good positive, as you say, a lot of DMs and messages off people, you know. Do yeah, you know, um, shout out a few people that shouted shouted us out, gave us a bit of respect. Yeah, it'd be good to yeah get some
1: recognition to the to the people that are listening along. Um, yeah, so some of the ones from from Spotify that I saw was there uh, was Matt Blout, who I've actually never met. He was a fella that trained at Sbg. Uh, oh and, yeah, I remember he showed me shout out Yeah, so um, I think I tagged him in an in Insta story as well. But now appreciate appreciate the listen if you're still listening, mate. I'll uh, definitely be looking to call in um, calling when I'm when I'm next up that way. Uh, also, Steve Wright, not the Radio Two personality, Steve Wright from uh, from, from our gym. Yeah, yeah he's a uh, he's a top top fella, and he's been listening along, and he's given us a lot of love along the along the way. So, uh, so yeah, big up, big up, Steve. Have you got any that um, have come through on the other socials, mate?
0: Yeah, to be honest, um, there's a fella, Andrew F Quinn. He's known on uh, Insta as the Limerick Globetrotter. Trotter. Um, he actually has his own podcast. So it's called uh, Human. Jitsu. if I'm saying that right. Sorry, mate, if I'm slandering it, but uh, he's 109 episodes and 50 Patreon episodes, and he's talked to people like that Chewy from Jitsu. so I like to get... He, human Z like chimpanzee? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah. Oh. Human Zeejitsu, okay. yeah, so he's, um, he's been, do you know, I've been deeming him in a bit and it's just yeah. nice for someone who's gone that far, like he's 109 episodes in, he's taught, he, every episode, he nearly has someone from Ireland or around the world that competes and uh, like high level people, so well, that's it, wicked. It, he's more of a proper jujitsu <laughs> podcast than us. But for some, for to him to have a give us a bit of shine, you know. And he said he's still listening. So I g- I gave a listen to his first episode and his latest episode. I'm got halfway through the latest one, but um, I'm listening to on the commute at the moment, and it's quite good. Like even for someone like me that doesn't really get, as I say, you know as well as I do. I don't get into listening to proper Jitsu podcasts, but in, I would. it now, mate, you put the part of the community i will give him a shout out and we'll tag him in the spotify link um if you're looking for something a bit more jujitsu content um from people that are competing about we also will hope to get more as we grow our podcast we'll we will go and grow our guests as well we'll bring some guests on but those guys are at the sharp end i think it's such a niche thing that like there's enough listeners to go around especially with our podcast only being 30 to 40 minutes long you know for sure mate uh,
1: there's definitely enough listeners to go around um, yeah, other people that came through through on Spotify, Leo Lay, um, a fellow I work with who's a, a legend, he's been giving us lots of love and support, so, so big up Leo, we'll try and get into some of your questions a bit later mate, if, uh, if we don't have time for them we'll, uh, we'll find time to get to them uh, another time. Uh, Boyce, who offered more evidence that uh, unfortunately this, this whole thing was my idea with his comment about,
0: apparently years ago I was saying I wanted to start a podcast over a, over a chess game, so uh Maybe that was the time when uh, podcasts were a fad. Though I think we got in late. Like we're late to the game, yeah, aren't we? Really, we're definitely late to the party. Um, but you know, we're having fun doing it. So yeah, it's at cool least crap. there's that.
1: It's another extension of jujitsu for us, isn't it? So so you can get to. Actually, I've got to tell you the real reason, mate, is I'm actually too cheap to pay for therapy, so I'm, <laughs> I just want you to
0: sit across the room and listen to my problems once a week. Well, I, I, I'm not very good at talk, uh, handling that stuff as I'm emotionally retarded, so <laughs> you're, you're probably just getting a soundboard that you need that's not actually going to tell you what you want to hear and just go, Jesus, that's terrible. Yeah, that's great. That's why, <laughs> that's why I picked you. <laughs> yeah. you know, know your audience, isn't you? But um, anyone else
1: come through on, on Insta? Just, yeah, so if, if anyone isn't aware that Michael... If you're speaking to the Instagram, it is Michael. Occasionally, I pop on, and if I reply, I'll usually say that it's me.
0: But, uh, yeah, it's a safe bet. Yeah, you you'll know, by the way, the words are strung together. If you, <laughs> if you, if you can barely read the sentence, it's me. <laughs> you know, and if, it, if it's very articulated, it's Ken. Uh, but, um yeah, I mean, we had... um Bobby did us an all-favour there, our mate. Bobby Churchhouse, have to yeah. shout him out uh, from our gym. Uh, there was a tag... Because we had Lucas on, the uh, us nation, uh, on Insta, they had a, a a question like, who who's an unknown grappler that we should know about? And it was to chat an unknown British black belt, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, something, something like, like that. A, something something along, along those, those lines. lines like, so we all jumped up. Bobby yeah. said, everybody put Lucas's name in the chat, and uh, we all did. Like, cause that's yeah, the to way we are. Hype you know? him up and get him some attention. Get him some attention, yeah, and. Uh, he got he got in I'll shared I shared a video his uh, training, which um sort of no other things happened about that, that we won't go into. Yeah, oh, to. yeah I let, nothing I'll to let, do with yeah, us. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not involved in any of that. Yeah, I, you, you messaged
1: me and I was like, well, this
0: is this, this is, is nothing to, to do to with me. us. I'm not. Uh, yeah, anyway, yeah. move swiftly on. But um, and copy, yeah. copyright infringement in the jiu jitsu world. Oh, yeah, but. which we we're not going to get involved in. We just we're just trying to help everyone out here. Um. Matt Matt Vega could be saying his name wrong. Uh, he p- contacted me personally on my Instagram account, and he, he's the fellow that runs Ocenation, he runs Last right. Nation, yeah. And he said he'd be interested in coming on the podcast, so that might be something we might look at down the line. From too. Ask
1: him how to pronounce his name. For yeah, and in case it. we're sl- slandering a bit of a back and forth there, Matt. So if we've mispronounced it, apologies. But yeah, yeah. please do come on in the uh, in the near future. Be good to uh, good to hear what you're doing on the platform and you know how you kind of built your following and. Yeah. where you hope to take it um so yeah that was one to look out for for the future but that's another you know i know we keep banging on
0: about the community and the community spirit within jiu-jitsu but that is what keeps you training in it so 100 because maybe you sent me a message the other day someone sent you a message and said really love the podcast blah blah and the irish for that and i was just like that made my friday like even just one person sending the message it, it makes it worth doing it like yeah do you know even though like we've a small we're not we're not expecting this to go mad and become famous. After we're not that naive or stupid. Like we just do this because it's another extension of jujitsu, and we get to shout out all our great mates. That you know, we think if we have some funny stories and that they have shared, like that's it. It's a good joke, like I say, uh, th-
1: free therapy aside, mate. It's good to uh, it's good to be able to shout out some of the gyms in in the southeast. You know, it's a growing sport in the UK. More and more people are doing it. A lot of people, like I say, are going to be like us. So it's nice to give our mates who are. maybe competing at a bit more of a higher level than we are, a platform on which they can Make some statements and us to shout out some of the some of the gyms
0: where, where they're doing that training and our home gym, obviously. I was just going to say, I think we've been shouting Gareth and Gracie for the yes. Raptors, <laughs> not on uh, purposely, but not that we have anything against the meter, but uh, Matt House really deserves to have a shout out because it is our home base and we've I think we've been
1: plenty complimentary with it with
0: the talking yeah. about the schedule and the facilities we've got. Yeah. And uh,
1: but yeah, that like I say is you know the community is definitely what keeps people coming back to the training, in my opinion. Um, we were talking, like you say, Bobby just got in touch with us to kind of give Luca give Luca a boost, and he en- it ended up resulting in, in a, our, our podcast in something in our favor, yeah, getting yeah. shared. And then you know, Matt saying in, you know just with a quick back and forth, was that with
0: yourself? or he you said he could yeah, I a sh- he, he yeah, it was just I just said um, I was actually out for pints at the time. You know, to, oh, you're saying oh, is that news? Like, but I said look, um, we'll have a proper conversation when I'm not having a few beers in me. But yeah, he was open to it and. I say, just another member of the jiu jitsu community being uh just positive and trying to help other people along, which is great. And he's 35,000 following, so you know that's that's good for us. And he and he did repost our stuff as well,
1: yeah. No, he
0: circled us, us, tag he's uh, so that's a sound
1: sound guy, in my opinion. Well, so that community aspect, obviously, is, is one of the things I've noticed
0: with with jiu jitsu wherever I've gone with it. Yeah. Um, have you any stories like from when when you're out foreign or anything like that would revolve around the community kind of a. Vibe or anything like that yeah I actually um, it, it tacks on really
1: nicely to the end of the Rio story so um, I'll set a little bit of a scene but I, I ended up uh, training at, uh, in a place called Ilha Grande, which is uh, an island that's it's about three four hours from Rio um, and uh, it's got no no roads no cars it's that sort of place where you have to get a little ferry across to it that runs like twice a day uh, but I'll set the scene of how I got, how I ended up there because the the context of it in in the comparison to Rio is uh, is kind of funny. So, like I was saying in the last one when I was talking about training in
0: in Rio at Carlson's, you went into the shop and you didn't know, I needed to walk upstairs. It was a flip flop shop or something like that.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly that. It was like the, the entry to the flats that were were alongside that. Um, that ended up being my regular gym that I was training at when I was out there. Um, I was training, but I was volunteering at the hostel because I obviously didn't want to pay. For accommodation uh, where possible all right so, so you could if you volunteer you wouldn't have to pay for yeah. accommodation so, so pretty much I went out there for carnival when I was a guest in the hostel
0: um, so are you just to be clear you're doing that just to get the money off and not because you're a nice person just to get the free <laughs> free bed really mate and, and also to meet
1: people so the way I fell into it was um, everyone goes out there for carnival right and they volunteer at hostels to get the free beds okay and you they want you to sign up for like a month but at the moment there's no contracts in the moment carnival's so over you're everyone's split
0: everyone's uh, bailed on it so you don't have to feel too bad though because you've done your bit for a community there as well like so i mean that's something positive isn't it exactly
1: you know and you've met, met some cool people and they all the hostel owners really know what's going on but um i was out there as a guest for for carnival and then when carnival ended and i started training the barman just dipped an american fellow just dipped so they were left without a barman and i was like you know what i I'd planned on leaving Rio after I think the ten days, but I was like, you know what, I fancy staying here a little bit longer. Hang around yeah. Uh So Freddie, uh, shout out Freddie. He, he gave me many a second chance. He was the manager at the hostel, an Argentinian geezer, and he was like, um, you know what, you know, I'll get, we got on. We'd parted a bit through carnival. He was like, I'll let let you work the bar if you want. You just have to work. I think it was six nights a week. I'd work this bar, and I'd get how many hours get that one night like? off? Uh, probably four or five hours. Okay. And, and I'd just be making drinks for the guests when they came in, and then I'd get like a free bed for, for the to- for as long as as long as I was volunteering. It's like
0: work, what uh, HelpX or work ex that you do in many foreign countries. If you do three or four hours work, yeah. they'll give you a bed and board, and then exactly you've dressed the time that. too. it. that's you want.
1: pretty much it was that, but I hadn't found it in advance. Yeah, like lo- loads of backpackers do it. So yeah. I'd um, I'd got this deal with him, and they'd gave me breakfast and stuff as well. And uh, it was going pretty well, you know, living on two blocks back from Copacabana Beach. Just up the road uh, from where I was training, but maybe me, me Wanted to I, wander. The feet kept, got I, itchy. Well, I kept skipping before I, before the feet had got itchy. Even like they nearly got asked to leave because I was like, you weren't well, doing any work. Well, I was like, I, I was doing a bit of work, but I was I was skipping tra- skipping work like these bar shifts to go train, and then sometimes I'd skip to go out for a drink, and then you know sometimes I'd like
0: yeah just be be skipping because. So basically it's three days, you haven't done any work, why are you getting a free bed? Yeah,
1: but like I say to Freddie, fair, fair play to him, he gave me many a second chance um, and then came to the point where, you know, feet feet were getting a little bit itchy and he was like, you know what mate, if you miss another shift you're going to have to, uh, we're going to the call, premises. We're gonna have to call it a day here. Um, Did know, he say it that nice? Pretty much, yeah, no, he's, he's a lovely guy, he's actually liked one of the podcast posts, so like, oh, really? that's why I shouted him out. Um, I think he lives on Ila Grande. Where he did for okay. a bit after this, because we we still follow each other on Insta and spoke a little bit. But uh, yeah, he ended up he ended up there somehow after I was there. But I was up, I was on the mats one day at, at Carlson's in Rio and chatting to this this blue belt David, who'd actually he had perfect English. You know, he'd lived in lived in London for a bit, trained at HQ at okay. uh, Rogers' spot. And then uh, he was saying, like, I was saying, like, oh, you know what, I've been in, been in Rio a while now, about a month, and I'm thinking about what's next. And he was like, you've got to go to Ilha Grande. You've got to go to to the Big Island, he called it. He just translated. Ilha Grande in Portuguese is, translates directly as Big Island. So to, like,
0: yeah, assume everyone's as stupid as I am, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like, it it dropped, dropped him little bombs He was saying to me, you've got to go to Big
1: Island. You can't come here and not go to the Big Island. So I was like, OK. Uh. So then f- Freddie later that evening was like, mate, if you miss one more shift, you you're done. I was like, you know what, mate, I was thinking about calling it a, calling it a kind day of soon, you. moving on. Yeah. I, was, I was thinking about going to Isla Grande and this is how much they obviously <laughs> wanted me gone. He was like, I can arrange it. He's like,
0: He's like,
1: <laughs> I, can, I can have a bus here where <laughs> i Take you to the ferry port.
0: He's like, let's get rid of this Englishman he's that like, doesn't want to yeah, do I any work. He's, like,
1: he's like, finally, I can replace it. Because like, he obviously liked me and I don't think he wanted to tell me to. But I think he'd been getting a lot of heat because heat, he wasn't the owner of the hostel. He was oh, just the right. manager. Okay. So I think he'd been getting some heat from his boss's... Like, um,
0: he's probably covering all your
1: shifts so, so he, yeah he, he's covering or he's having to get other volunteers that have been doing other stuff for their board to cover my shifts as well so they're like well, why am I working twice as hard Well, this because I'm doing jiu-jitsu and partying yeah. um, so then yeah I end up crammed on this so this this bus that they, they sort of sorted me out with um, for free crammed on this bus with about 50 other people stopping around every hostel and hotel in Rio on my way to this on the way to this ferry port and then kind of the ferry across from uh, from the mainland. There's two options. You can get a slow boat and a quick boat. We ended up getting a quick boat, which is pretty much like a, a little speedboat across from the mainland to this island. And it was like I'd been transported to paradise. The, the comparison. I loved Rio, right? But after a month there, the. Uh,
0: did it wore off the shine of it wore off or...
1: definitely didn't completely wear off but you know the difference between holiday mode and living mode you R- know
0: rose tinted glasses come off very quickly f- not you for it?
1: sure it, it was it was just in comparison to to the city the hustle and bustle that always you know having to watch you know not having your phone out not go to certain neighborhoods the moment
0: the sun's gone down so on that like do you know the way you see a lot of videos of it's usually um 18 year old girls Aaron baron 30 year old man would you see a lot of robberies and stuff like that like around it or is it only at certain times of night like you wouldn't want to be in a certain area like anywhere else
1: first hand honestly I saw very little in Rio itself okay like other parts of South America namely Colombia were a bit worse and those are stories like For another I think I'll, I'll gradually go on country by country yeah. through this podcast we'll, we'll find I'll find ways to shoe on in these yeah. these anecdotes mate Of. I'll Don't tell them to me, and then I'll, I'll be... I'll, I'll be, be, dining, out, I'll be yeah. dining out on them for months. Um, but, yeah, so it, because I volunteered in the hostel, I saw a lot of people come in where they had had their, their phones and wallets stolen. Okay. Um, never saw any major crime. You know, never never, okay. never anything worse than a snatch and grab or a knife knife point robbery in Rio. But obviously, <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah, it is. <laughs> No major, Just because you live in no red. Ma- <laughs> no major crime. What I mean was no one was ever seriously, thankfully no one no, was ever yeah, seriously yeah. hurt. Um, and most of the people... You Are know, lovely. Well, I this, this message comes from the Brazil Tourist Board. Like, you know, most of the people that did, you know, end up getting themselves in situations where bad things happened. It's they'd, true
0: poverty, probably.
1: Well, from that side, but I mean, from the tourist side, they'd kind of gone into neighborhoods that they've been told maybe you, you should not stay go. out of here or they'd stayed on the beach after dark which I know sounds like a ridiculous thing but Copacabana Beach after dark is somewhere that you vacate
0: yeah look you're young you go on holidays you're going to take loads of drugs, you're going to go into these dangerous neighborhoods to buy them and you're going to go to the, to the beach to take them speak, for, you,
1: speak for yourself Michael almost. yeah
0: Australia was mad <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. Um, so yeah, I ended up ended up from the
1: the hustle and bustle of Rio, there's the city, getting into getting to Ilha Grande, which is uh, is I, I can say I can only describe it as the closest thing to paradise I've ever been to. There's no uh, there's no cars on the island. It's got a few tracks that kind of link up beautiful beaches on either the mid, the, the island from side to side's only about i think 12 13 kilometers it's kind of untouched beauty so like because you've not running through yeah. it ramp yeah humans worry. not fucking don't it worry, up they, don't worry they're getting there mate they're <laughs> getting there but um you know there's a few motorbikes and stuff now but the main form of transport from beach to beach is speedboat taxis around the island all oh, right yeah. and um it's like the sort of place that i was like i'm never gonna train, I'm never going to find anything to train here, I'd yeah. gone here as a holiday break, recommended by a guy at a jiu-jitsu gym, but I was like, you know what I'll just have a look up, I'd check Google check social, see if I can see find anything yeah. and there was a, a community project that was run by a black belt from the mainland he used to get the board held. ferry over twice yeah. a, twice a week and it was in like a so a lot of, a lot of um, especially the coastal cities in Brazil, they're old, they've got a lot of old Portuguese architecture because it was the Portuguese yeah, colony. Yeah. So it's like what would have been the old Portuguese town hall or something like that, and they oh. call it the, uh, the the house of community now. It's like kind of, you know, you'd have capoeira on there a couple of nights, you'd have taekwondo on there, you'd have art classes on there. And um, on their, like, notice board, two nights a week, two days a week, there was jiu-jitsu. How Sweet was that, and it's so like you've got no you know, certain times of the day you've got no electricity on parts of the island, you know, you've got no cars, you've got no roads, you know, loads of the places it's just a basic kind of like you know, base, real basic houses, like
0: single story houses, but there's jiu jitsu there twice a week, and that's when I was like, on no, up. I think you need to explain to people as well about how you we were carrying your backpack because this was a story I only heard a couple of nights ago when we were talking to Connor. But remember, oh, the space you have to make,
1: oh, and... uh, yeah, so um. I was actually the, the the trip itself. I'd been planning before I started Jiu-Jitsu hmm. and I ended up being like I was training with the SBG guys, and I was like, oh, I'm actually off to South America in a few weeks, and they're like, I wasn't going to take any training stuff. And one of the the brown belts, the the one that actually the, the oddballs and MMA fighters quote, he was like, if you go out there and you you know you carry on training afterwards and you haven't taken your gear and trained, you're going to regret that for for a long long time. So I ended up about. About a third of my backpack, a quarter of my backpack ended up being a gi. Yeah. A gi, gi pants and a rash guard. So I had to had to jettison some clothes uh, in order to make space for that. And there were like points in the trip, lot like when I was in the Amazon, when I wasn't using it at all. And I'd look at this fucking shrink-wrapped gear at the bottom of my bag.
0: What, I, what, am, what am I doing with this? Like?
1: What am I doing with this? But every time when I'd get it back out and I'd train, I was like, I'm fucking so glad I ended up taking that and training. So, uh, so yeah, I ended up finding the spot in uh, in Ila and... Um, I went there on, on obviously as I've said before. You know you can't really rely on what you see on Facebook in Brazil. Doing that update, yeah, the like timetables. What's on a little notice board in Brazil? Like sometimes the timetables are old, or they just you know, just sometimes won't just turn up for that class. You know whoever's yeah. going to be covering it isn't like, available. I can't always. get
0: across the, from the island to the yeah. from the mainland to the island. So it doesn't happen.
1: So I go there and they're setting out. Uh, they're setting out the mats. Uh, it's like just puzzle mats on a hard cement floor lovely and uh there are there are two guys obviously hardly anyone there speaks speaks english i go in with my two sentences of portuguese can you do we train jiu-jitsu here i think like it's the the cat (laughs) under the table um and then uh like they're like yeah and one of the guys uh hanan who worked in one of the dive stores in the area had brilliant english because he was so good to do dealing with tourists and he explained that the uh the black belt actually had a hernia at the time, so he wasn't coming over to do classes, but it was just him and another purple belt... Um, just showing up. ...that were running the classes. Okay. Um, they were great. You know, again, no it, no charge. It was like, you know, they'd do kids'
0: classes for an hour and then they'd do adult classes for an hour and a half. Had like, you many people? Like, were many people turning up, because this is Brazil, so just for an idea, like, was there many look, people there in the classes? When I think
1: that the island probably has a total population of you know, permanent population, not including tourists, maybe of a couple of thousand. There were probably 20, 20 or so that's people. Massive. So if you think that's like 1% yeah, yeah. of the population, maybe. Oh, oh, again, these these figures, are, I haven't... Don't fact-check this. Like, <laughs> although the previous message was from the Tourism Board of Brazil. They, they, haven't, <laughs> they haven't sanctioned these numbers, so... Uh, so so yeah, uh, but they they were lovely, mate. There was no charge or anything. But uh, the difference was there were a lot of people that were like you know hadn't really done as much jiu jitsu or were old, older or younger. So me after training in Rio for for a month or so, and I don't think I got a single tap. Yeah. In my entire month or so in Rio, <laughs> I was regularly the only white belt on the mat, and was regularly spending the entire mat just sorry entire rolling portion of of it just drowning just dr- okay. drowning in in people with superior athleticism and superior technique so obviously feel like me now <laughs> <laughs> maybe uh and then i obviously in rio uh, sorry in ila um i saw a few people that were younger and and older a few more white belts and uh, and got a little bit maybe over eager to get some taps after not having any in a while and uh
0: spazzy I, white belts, yeah. Yeah after, let's go
1: to eleven. <laughs> bearing in mind I was still a white belt at this time and uh, and very much acted like one. Uh, so well, yeah, when I thought I had the opportunity to kind of get some get some good roles in, you know, I maybe was a bit overzealous and they paired me up with the uh, the two purple belts for the remainder of that session who were uh, Matt and Forrest for coming in, yeah. Who gave me some uh, some fantastic uh some fantastic hospitality, but then also you know, took me out uh, for to barbecue some fish on the beach afterwards. So although well, they beat the crap out of me, the the, the hospitality and the end of it um, was was really pleasant. And, and you know, they, they they were all great people. You know, and because it was such a small island, I bump into people from training around oh, yeah. the island. So you'll notice this is a theme in my travels. Um, I planned on staying in Rio for ten days. I ended up being there for about five weeks. Planned on going across for a couple of days on the island. Ended up being on the island for I think about two weeks in the okay. But I'd constantly bump into people from training all over and they'd like give you a little thumbs up or give you a little shaka
0: or a little os when they served you. Some sort three. of way that we can communicate even though we don't yeah. speak the same language.
1: Yeah, so it was uh, it was cool man. It was that was really cool. And again, I think that's the, the community aspect of it is that like, you know, wherever you are in the world there are people that are, are using it to build a positive Yeah, have a positive impact on the community around them. Uh, Yeah, that's
0: you want it. That's that's where yeah. So we're we're saying going from Brazil. Yeah, I was just okay. on,
1: trying to think of a nice segue mate, but I kind of go, felt going from Brazil fell, to fell flat flat on my feet So speaking. Yeah.
0: Go, going speaking, from Brazil to further afield from Reading to yeah, Windsor.
1: So speaking about yeah, my, my anecdotes from the past uh, we'll we'll do we'll try that again and segue nicely into your anecdotes from more recent time and uh yeah, speaking of jiu-jitsu culture, you took a visit up the road to I uh, actually I'd never seen it before. Um, I've trained at a few of the local places. I thought you were just heading up to Farnborough, but you...
0: I thought it was as well until I just text Lucas and he said, no, it's on at this place. And I love the way um, they like to train at places where there's no showers. I really love that. I can't emphasise how much that is. No, they don't, they
1: don't mind where they, where they train yeah. as long as there isn't a shower.
0: As long as there's hard rounds and there isn't a shower and you want to have a pint afterwards and you're just sitting in your fucking really damped-down sweatiness. But, you know what I mean? Not, not to be... Uh, being a bitch about it, but yeah, no, it was a it was a good time. Um, all the guys were very nice there. Um, Lucas was obviously teaching the class. Adam was there with him. Adam Squish, Squish. from our from our gym was there with him. Uh, Squish actually also said I nearly got him with a guillotine. Don't believe him. Do you know what I mean? I was pulling on it for a while, but um, he ended up flattening me out like he always does. He's like a steamroller, just mashing me into the ground. And it's nothing to do with your weight, Adam. Please don't come at me in the next fucking class. Might be,
1: might be a little bit to do with that. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but so, so was this a uh, was this another Gracie Carson Gracie, or was this
0: uh... no? I, I think it was a. Is it Tiger Tiger? Oh, lads, I'm gonna have to fucking check up yeah, the name. Of this. fuck, I'm gonna fuck that up. But uh, I'll come back in a second, and I'll. I'll uh, I don't remember the name oh, of it, it.
1: but Luke was teaching it from Carlson Graces, was teaching over there. Yeah, I think they kind of um,
0: they, have,
1: they have like a match share agreement.
0: I think they have a match share because they do the Muay Thai there as well, and then some guys go through inter through other clubs to another place in Windsor, and they they train with Keith. I think Keith is another black belt with Carlson's, and they go there. Um, I actually have a picture here of it, but um, yeah, put a picture up and tag them and shout them out. I tag them and shout them out.
1: You remember the name of
0: everyone there, other than the. Uh,
1: Yes, so other I... Other than
0: the gym itself, we, so... We were doing some uh, uh some Hiva or whatever the hell. Do you know what I mean now? I'm, I'm not uh, the greatest with the names and all that. But uh, no, it was a really good class. Met some really nice yeah, you people. Meet, you meet many good people, if we're talking about the... No, they were, they were really good, to be fair. And um, the first, first sparing match I had, um, I actually landed up. The guy I was rolling against got injured... Uh, I don't think what it was my you? fault, That's what they all say, Mike. I don't think it's my fault, but sorry, Ricky, if it was, but uh, he said he had dodgy knees anyway, but um, he just, it was a bit, he said it pops in and pops out sometimes, so it was something like that. And then I rolled with uh, Richie, young lad who trains the Muay Thai there, and he was very athletic, and uh, as you know from me and previous um, conversations we've had athleticness is my weak point so I was kind of holding my own to a certain point I think and then he just, he got a good few taps on me but a uh, really nice guy again uh, he had a mate Harry there as well uh, talked to him a bit afterwards sound guy another guy Ben listened to the podcast after as well from meeting oh, us oh no, yeah, nice gave it's, us a couple of shouts about. Well. Ben has the bluest eyes I've ever seen in my life. Actually, not being gay or anything, but me and Lucas had a conversation about it. Are you trying to date him? <laughs> no, but it's just that. Uh, you and Lucas had
1: a conversation. It's like after. if you said
0: Ben with the with the blue eyes, you definitely know. Um, but shout out to all them guys. Yeah, it was um, it was actually a really good class. Um, I really enjoyed it, and uh, probably try and hit something up over this bank holiday weekend again because I'm missing my nogi on Tuesdays due to work commitments, which is fucking fair killing me. Cause I get to commute now, whereas I was always trying to get the Tuesday class in, and now I can never make the Tuesday class from Matthaus, so I have to try and substitute it, substitute it with something else. Because yeah. we have our Friday one, and Fridays will be hitting this for me, depending on how I'm feeling at the end of the week. Sometimes, uh, Magnus, if you want to sponsor us, you know what I mean? <laughs> Magnus will be replacing training, you know. I've been, been but, um,
1: harping for that Magnus sponsorship for a while now. I hope, uh, hope it's something. Something slightly nicer than that, if we if we do ever land a, land a big booze sponsorship. <laughs> but if they come knocking, mate, I won't be complaining. Um, so, yeah, our place, I think, is shut on Monday. There was talk of a potential open mat, but I haven't seen anything for that. It does so. not knock yet.
0: I, it's kind of going to be last-minute thing, I'd say, if it does yeah, happen. So, I mean,
1: like, yeah, if, if there is anyone in the local vicinity that might be a listener that's got an open mat on the Monday...
0: Yeah, we're down for anywhere, an hour around Reading, I'll drive, no problem. We'll do Maybe we'll do, even a
1: little stretch more than that. doing an away day, have a little chat with you. And uh, yeah,
0: as I said before, come back and
1: slander your name on the podcast yeah. uh, very shortly afterwards. But uh, no, we'll, uh, we'd will we be up for up for an away day. Uh, yeah, near, we're due one. On. We're definitely due one. Yeah, I was going to come with you on the weekend, just gone, but sadly I'd work myself. So that's enough, enough about work, though. Um, so speaking of things that have gone on this week in, in Jiu Jitsu World, I um I know this isn't directly related, but again I'm doing a another somewhat ham fisted segue into the uh the video of uh, of Nate Diaz high high elbow guillotine in that um Was it? uh, Was you? I think you know more about this than me, mate. You sent me that. I think you sent me the video, and you've sent me a few few things afterwards. Um, Was it? Was it Logan Paul or a lookalike? What What's going on here?
0: Yes. So, like, when I first saw it, I thought it was Logan Paul, and I sent it into the chat, and I was like, "This is fantastic." You could see him walking up. You see, Nate is catching Mila and just looked like he left him nicely onto the pavement, and I was like, "That's what you get for being a fucking knobhead." You know what I mean? Well, look in my opinion, you know, maybe he's, he's not the worst, but, like, they're just annoying, like, but it actually turned out, for a finish, it was actually a Logan Paul lookalike, which, fuck me, if that's a career, what the fuck are we doing wrong, like, I mean, I'm actually more happy that that fella got fucking dropped on his head now, but then his head was, then you seen a video so, afterwards, Wait, sorry. Wait, wait,
1: wait, was, was this somebody, because, again, I don't really know the YouTube, thing too much but obviously from their overlap with what they're doing in the boxing and MMA world now I'm aware of the Paul brothers like was this someone that looked like Logan Paul or is this someone that's a professional Logan Paul did, lookalike Because in that's his that's, that's his job his prime
0: source of income is yes.
1: looking like somebody that just talks on YouTube
0: and did you just like quote prime <laughs> prime source of income that's like that's exactly what he does he literally just pretends to be Logan Paul which is just like and Logan Paul is even in these videos, but you're more advertising, isn't it? He'd be stupid not to. But your man looks about 50. It's like, just, just put take your skateboard and go home, mate. What are you doing? Yeah, no, 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 but yeah, first of all, like Nate Diaz is wrong for scrapping in the street, dropping a fellow in his head. He was bust open, like
1: 39 years old, mate. Uh, I can't remember, I think it was on Bisping's podcast. He was like, Mad Dad Diaz, like the guys.
0: Yeah, but the thing, the funniest thing about it then is, like. Who walks up to Nate Diaz? You know what I mean? Like, looking like Logan Paul. Don't what, like, because he clearly walked up to him, then raised his hands, and then he's saying, Oh, I didn't do anything. Don't walk up to Nate Diaz. Like, who doesn't know that? Like, I wouldn't walk up to Nate Diaz and start going on about Conor McGregor. He'd Probably fucking break my jaw. And brightly so, you know what I mean? But, uh. Yeah, I saw a comment on the video itself, actually, and was like, because the, the video I saw, you
1: can see the fella walk up with his hands kind of up. Yeah. Um, and then it goes blurry and the neck Or like, gets not blurry, people get in the way. And people. then the next thing you see is, is the, the, the guillotine's well locked in and then Nate dropping the fella. Um, it's like, the comment was like, one of two things happened here. Either that fella had the audacity to think that he could take Nate Diaz down or at least tackle him in some way, so kind of dropped into that position. Or Nate Diaz snapped him down, <laughs> put him in a front headlock and then guillotined him. Which of those two eventualities knowing the personality involved do you think is is more likely
0: yeah, yeah we, we know that but it's Nate fucked I'm not saying anything do I you think he's fucked I
1: don't I don't know mate I don't know what the laws are like in America I don't know you know the guy can obviously afford a lawyer I just thought it was a it was a kind of funny thing that had happened this week that involved jiu-jitsu and I has crossed over into into the jiu-jitsu uh, culture it's had a lot of share on the meme pages and a lot of comments and you know that we're we're in it for the memes mate That's why we're in but it does segue nicely into something that you dropped into the chat this week uh, about is it a match or is it a fight because what that was you know if you're getting dropped onto tarmac and having your, your head knocked about i'd say that almost definitely is a fight but one of the things that i caught some flack from was when i was talking about the uh, Mika and, in about three episodes ago, I was talking about Mika and Sean when they went at the AJP tour, I called, yeah. that, called that a fight, and someone said, what are you calling it a fight for? It's, uh, it's jiu-jitsu, it's a jiu-jitsu match, it's a competition or a match, yeah. and you, where did you, you came up with something about it this week as well, didn't you?
0: Yeah, it was something that was actually, so obviously from the All Stars BJJ competition that was on, that we entered there uh, over a month back, I'd say, now I was, but, um. Tom Hardy was obviously there, and he went against the guy in the gi, and this guy landed up winning the match. And he posted up, oh, this is my fight from uh, All-Stars with Tom Hardy. And the people were giving him flack on the internet, you're not fighting. You know, all the boxers are coming on, all the strikers, you're not striking. And I just had a, like the way I, I, I phrase it is, I mean, if you hold someone in a choke long enough, you're dead. I mean, and that's with just one hold. No, but you can.
1: What, what you're talking about, there, Michael, isn't isn't a fight. That's incompetent refereeing.
0: Yeah, yeah obviously. <laughs> but we're they're, they're trying to say it from a street point of view. But uh, it's like, I mean, there was a big uplash on it, and then like they were saying, "Oh, you're you're a bit of a prick for sharing that." But like, if it wasn't Tom Hardy, he'd still be sharing his win. Yeah, it's you know only, I mean? yeah, only got the pop because of who was. Because it is, yeah, and yeah. I mean, if if you bet, if you were going against a celebrity and you bet him, would you post it up? I don't know mate I'd, I mean you don't post a lot of stuff so you're probably not the yeah, one to I'll, go about this I'd defi-
1: definitely share it with my pals and then you know it might it might get out from there I might share a
0: little clip of it you know um, he, he's weight underscore d is his name if you want to check him out um, and he's a Carlson crazy London I to keep banging out
1: all, all roads lead to Carlson apparently <laughs> <by the sounds laughs> yeah um, but, um, but yeah I don't think it's a fight you know but by that logic I guess I can't say that a boxing match is a, is a fight either you know they're all kind of sports within a rule set, and a, yeah, fight a referee is
0: watching you know, yeah, at
1: all times, isn't it? And a fight doesn't happen within a, within a rule set. I think the whole debate though is a little bit silly. You know, uh, like yeah. people going going back and forth and getting upset by it. It's like if you don't think it's that, don't call it that. If you think it's a fight,
0: what well, do you always say? Well, what, what's jujitsu? What do we do? Roll around the floor with a bunch of mates. with a bunch of <laughs> with a bunch of oddballs. Um, yeah, you know, so I mean. I mean, obviously, we had a uh, shout out Adam Barons. You know, he 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 beat uh, Tiny Temper in a match, and he he wasn't all about posting it. It
1: didn't make him pass out.
0: No, he no, didn't. <laughs> yeah, it's brilliant. That that got sent over and over again into yeah, the. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's 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 been done to death at this point. But I can't talk about. <laughs> you that. have to do it. I can't
1: talk yeah. about that event, event without dropping a, without dropping a Tiny temper uh, reference.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I have to give uh, K- Killian Scott. Irish people will know Killian Scott love hate one of the greatest dramas of uh crime dramas of all time about it, it and night? uh he when i was a white belt at a competition i met him as at a white as a white belt at a competition and uh, i was like i sent a picture of I miss because like, i'm a pure fanboy this one if you if you knew love who is, hate who is,
1: i've watched love hate
0: who is he in? he's uh, tommy okay so like he was there anyway competing and unfortunately he was getting kind of marked in every match so it's hard so i was just talking to him in between and it's like i didn't want to ask him it's hard asking a grown man for a pitcher because I'm not really about that life, you know what I mean? But like, it was just someone in jiu-jitsu, he was class and uh, he actually lost the match, he got injured and he got carried away and uh, about half an hour later he came back. He said, mate, you're looking for a pitcher. He talked to me for about 20 minutes after, just two Irish lads having a chat, like really safe, like it's just sound, sound as pound, dude. Like, more sound fellas in jiu-jitsu, mate. Yeah, yeah so that's... Paul, Paul Olima as well, we met him at a competition as well. We're chatting I, I,
1: I had no yeah again that's me not knowing with the with the social with the influencer side of stuff but everyone was chatting to this geezer seemed like a really nice he's so really nice old. tall fellow with, with a yeah slight irish accent and i was like who was that and then everyone's like oh you don't know don't know Lee yeah i was basically. like
0: have you not how have you not watched these videos and we we're friends like however not said, no, you I, chat. <laughs> i think i think
1: you had though and i think once you sent me one more i was like oh it's that is that geezer, that geezer yeah, yeah but yeah no again it, then that's the nice thing with like you know you. You, I think, I don't know if you spoke with him, but you fist bumped Tom Hardy, you know. Talking, I fist bumped Tom Hardy. You know, you're, talk, you're talking to the, the fellow from Love Hate, you know. We, you can be chatting away to someone that I didn't even realise was a celeb, and again, it all just ties into that, you know, real, you know, when you're on the mats, that community aspect that keeps us all, keeps us all coming back. Um, we're on about 38 minutes. I did want to get into the questions. Do you want to let them run into the next? I, I whatever you want to do, mate. One?
0: If you want to go, we'll keep going. I've no problem with it either way.
1: All right, we'll do we'll do the one from from Leo because uh, that links back to the, the statement from the first episode that I've already referenced once, and then the the one from Dev about nutrition, and the one from Paddy about how often do you wash your gear. We'll get into in the next episode. <laughs> so so the one the, the quote that Leo references is uh, the the old brown belt coach Mark, who's now got his black belt that um, I used to train with up north, used to say that there's only two types of people that do jiu jitsu. MMA fighters and oddballs, and I look around the room and don't see that many MMA fighters. Um, so his question was: In the first episode, you uh, you refer to refer to oddballs, and um, what? Well, who's the oddest ball? Something along these lines. I, Sorry if I am misquoting I, you, Leo. Uh, but who's the who's the oddest oddball that you remember uh, crossing paths with or interacting with in your jiu-jitsu journeys? So I think we've both got one i've got i've got a small anecdote from up north that, uh, that i'll tell but mike i,
0: think I, I we think, share
1: one as well
0: yeah like uh, the guy i'm thinking of and we definitely want to have him on the podcast and uh, i don't want to throw any shade at him or anything but I, I want to tee this up really great because he's an incredible person he's one of my favorite people and i think we're just going to have um an oddball podcast at some time yeah. not so much in that light but yeah i think I, 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 I think he's the most one of the most entertaining human beings
1: yeah, by by oddball, I don't necessarily mean just like weirdos like the ones in the story I'm about to tell in a minute. Um, I I think yeah, it's that like just weird and wonderful characters that you get in Jiu-Jitsu. And uh, yeah, if we're thinking, about I mean, I'm, I'm I'm out as two left shoes myself. Know. Like you know I mean? we're doing, yeah. The reason we're doing this together, mate, is because yeah, we uh, words we're of a federal flag together. <laughs> together <laughs> exactly that. Um, but yeah, we. There's both uh, both, I think, we want to get that same fella on it in the near future. So we'll introduce him in his own right for, for that episode when we've actually got a date and time. But when I first read this question from you, Leo, there was an individual that jumped into my mind that um, I never got his name. He only ever trained for one class. And you get a lot of these. You, you must have seen a few, Mike, that when in your white belt days, even at our place, you get, you get some people that are very bizarre. They put that intro gear on once and you never see them again.
0: One actually, someone just do uh, you know people that warm up by doing striking things and karate things. This is and
1: have you heard the story I'm about? To no,
0: because it's so. This
1: fella wrote this was a, this was for it was for a, a nogi a nogi wrestling. Uh, it was like a nogi with an MMA focus class. We'd do a little bit of like uh, wall wrestling and do some some takedowns and then some groundwork and then rolling in it, roll it fr- either from the from the cage or wall or from the grounder for the rest of the class so he'd come in for his his i believe it was his trial class or the start of a trial period and he had his own four ounce gloves on like that he, when he was warming up he was <laughs> he was doing some shadow boxing he was kind of doing like half splits and like punching the floor and he was uh he's he, really this guy going for it like. was running around he had some uh and again, if I'm if I'm misquoting any of this, it's only cause my, it's been a few years now, my imagination's kind of filled in some of the blanks <laughs> itself. And he had, like... I believe his shorts had flames on them. I want, <laughs> I want to say his shorts had flames on him. And... Um, Cobra Kai t-shirt. Strike first, strike. <laughs> yeah. No, he had a, it was a No Fear t-shirt, I think, actually. I'm not or even, affliction or something I'm like not, that. No, I'm not even shitting you. Um, I think it was a No Fear t-shirt, so it said No Fear on it. And uh, he... It, th- this warm up wasn't the weirdest thing about him, right? And he had a, uh, and bless him, like, he had an odor like a like a chip shop, like a, a <laughs> like a deep like a deep
0: fat fryer, and um, definitely one. I'd be all over this guy. Let's maybe, wrap maybe, him again.
1: Maybe he'd heard about greasing in jiu-jitsu and he'd got the wrong end of the <laughs> stick. Um, but. Split. But uh, he he had this uh, he had this odor to him. And about three minutes into uh, into us all warming up, we're just doing like the you know the star jumps of running around like the outside the equivalent of what it was a smaller gym, so we didn't actually run the outside of the mat. We'd do like bridging and shrimping drills and stuff like that. But we're in the middle of doing that, and uh, this this crowd of a uh, of very large very large people come in. And we've got a tiny area at the entrance of the gym where you've got, like, everyone's bags pulled up, there's a little reception desk, and then there's a little round table with two or three seats around it. It's this fella's family. And they've come to, to oh watch him train with... Uh, and they've got, like, fish and chip. They've all got, like... <coughs> they've all got fish and chips right so they've got like so they've you know, been
0: so in the car and the car fermented them all so, so, they're,
1: so they're sat there like watching and like you know it's getting to the point where it's a small gym with no air conditioning or not really any airflow. so uh, you can just smell over the sweaty bodies you can just smell these fish and chips and, vin- and vinegar, Silent vinegar yeah. and um, I don't I, I can't remember I ro- rolling with him um, I, don't, I don't think I don't think I did I think um, we did like a you know there was a, a drilling bit where you were swapping swapping partners like for the for the wall like wall work stuff for like getting people off the cage in, in MMA and did I, he grab a can of cork in between rounds after packages i i <laughs> vaguely remember him popping out for a cigarette lads this is uh, cool it's getting better and better then the cigarette is, is an embellishment on my part but all the rest up until this is is 100% how i remember this story um and kind of like there was no like explanation, like, oh by the way, this this is my family they're gonna come and watch too. So, like we only figured that out like between rounds and stuff, he was chatting to them and we're like, Oh this is- he obviously knows them and I think one of the coaches when they came in went over and was like, sorry, the class has started, if you want to come to one you'll have to come to the next one. Yeah. But anyway, he left, we never saw him again and uh it may have been the class immediately afterwards, but in my head I wanna remember it was the whole following day. We walked in. We opened opened the gym up, and one of the coaches who hadn't been there for it was like walked in and was like, "Did someone have chips last night?" <laughs> it's just brilliant. Yeah. I mean, so that that is probably the the oddest oddball I remember. I never caught his name. If I did, I could shout him out. And I wonder where he'd be on his on his journey right now. But um, guys from SBG, uh, Mikey was teaching that class, I believe. If, if if there is a word of a lie in my story, please comment, please... if The, the few listeners from up there that we've got, please comment, please reply, please uh, please let me know what I what I got wrong because I, I remember that story very fondly and it's given me a good giggle telling it. Like I say, I want to get into Leo's questionable question about our first uh, in the next episode. Yeah. Dev's question about nutrition, that could be a quick beer versus cider conversation between me and Mike cider all day uh, beer beer for me or anything other than cider really but again we'll save that and uh yeah there was the one from disgusting paddy about his disgusting hygiene habits and not wanting to i, wash think, his, I think we need a whole topic on that wash his uh, gi- i think i think that could end up like railroading the entire entire episode but uh, i'm looking forward to it anything else you want us to talk about any other topics that mildly interest you or you'd like to hear our take on please uh fire it into the socials are into our
0: arrows where do you where do you they reach us marco okay so spotify has a q and a section as ken mentioned so you can always drop a question there you can dm us on any of the links instagram is always best DJNBJJ pod um there's a whatsapp group which i keep posting up i know look i haven't been putting anything in it there's only because there's only a few mates that were probably in other whatsapp groups but all these things are the best way to follow us we also have an email address dgenbjjpod at gmail.com like, follow, share, subscribe, and please go back to the first episode and listen through them all because it will make more sense. Even though you can listen to each individually, it, it'll build more of the story and you'll understand where more oh. we're, we're coming from because the episode two is trending higher more than anything else. And was going to say, else...
1: Be- become acquainted with the lore of the podcast.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, it's not even a, a, like you can listen randomly, but it will make more sense listening from the start. And as always, play it to your
1: nan because we know she'll love it. Much love, (laughs) everybody.